A word to the wise. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams, and I am joined by our brand new pastor, Pastor Brandon. Welcome, Pastor Brandon. Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad to be here together on our podcast. Um, you mentioned this was the first time you've recorded a podcast, which is kind of fun. Are you having fun yet? Yes. Yes, good yes. answer, good answer. Yes, I'm having lots of fun. That's a great no, answer. No nerves at all. No, of course not. <laughs> if you haven't had the opportunity to meet Brandon yet, he and his family are both new and old to Waynefleet BIC, and Brandon's just started here on staff um, at the craziest time of year, VBS. And we're glad to have you here. And um, do you want to tell us a bit about your family? Sure. Um, so I am married to uh, Olivia Gilmore. For anyone out there who knows the, the Gilmore family, her dad mm-hmm. is Gordon Gilmore. He was a pastor at uh, Welland BIC for Forever. quite a long time. Yeah, about yeah. 25-ish years. Or was it that long? It was something like that, yeah. We have a three-and-a-half-year-old little boy named Toby, who is just great, um, really coming into his own. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's three-and-a-half, so there are yeah. certain challenges that go with that, but it's yes. also really cool to see him growing, and like every day he can have more complex conversations with me. Yeah. and So it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a busy stage, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a joy. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Very good. Well, we're glad to have you here, and uh, it was nice to hear from you on Sunday um, for your first uh, for your first message here. So this summer we are going through our a word to the wise, which is a walk through Proverbs, and you shared on Proverbs three, five, and six. That's true. Yeah, I did. I actually. Um... What I tried to do uh, on Sunday morning was talk about Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, but I also, I mean, I never do things simply. I, I tend to take take the Bible, and um, it's really important to me to look at it in kind of a new way through fresh mm-hmm. eyes and to try to pull out um, you know, ideas or thoughts that don't necessarily jump out sure. all the time. So when I was given this, this topic, I didn't want to just stop at Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Mm-hmm. So that's our, that's kind of our memory verse. That's yes. the, the heart of what we want to talk about. But I wanted to read it kind of through the lens of verses 7 and 8, primarily verse verse 7. Sure. Which uh, is, do not be wise in your own eyes, mm. fear the Lord and shun evil. So what I really wanted to do was talk about... Um, Three, five, and six, which is you know, trust the Lord, acknowledge, acknowledge God, mm-hmm. but talk about that in light of kind of why that's a challenge. Mm-hmm. And verse seven really highlights the the tendency we have as people to try to be wise in our own eyes, to yeah. do things our own way. So I wanted to um, really drill down on kind of why why we tend why we tend to do that mm-hmm. well it's a very um, societal message right now mm-hmm. to trust in your heart do you do you do yep. what feels right to you and you've got a you know that's very 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 in your face or very a societal message yes, right yes, now yes. Mm-hmm. um honestly it's uh like i talked about on sunday it goes right back to the beginning 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, you look at the, the creation story, the, the story of the fall primarily, you see Adam and Eve, they, they eat the fruit, but what they're trying to do is gain wisdom for themselves. So what they're mm-hmm. doing isn't inherently bad. God wanted them to have wisdom, mm-hmm. but not, um, not through those means. The wisdom that they were trying to get was, um, I guess it's not really wisdom. Um, what God wanted to give them was, was true wisdom um, to know, you know how to live in the world that, that God made. So it starts in Genesis, and then I highlighted a few other instances kind of throughout the Old Testament. The whole mm-hmm. Old Testament is just like one long story of, yeah. of humans trying to do things their own way <laughs> and then it failing like yes. there's story after story after story mm-hmm. and you know a lot of it the people aren't even necessarily doing you know anything wrong a lot of them they are and the the examples i highlighted they they were examples of people you know making the wrong choice so i talk about mm-hmm. abraham and sarah yes um abusing hagar basically and forcing her to bear a child for mm-hmm. them i talk about the Israelites, as Moses is up on Mount Sinai, like literally getting the Ten Commandments. Like, yeah, he's up there hanging out with God, and yeah. while he's there, the Israelites can't just wait for him to get back. No, nope. like, they make their own idols and they do all kinds of crazy <laughs> yeah. stuff on their own. Yes, yeah. and then yeah, even Solomon, like he starts off well. Yep, he's looking for wisdom. You know, there's a reason we talk about Solomon today as being so mm-hmm. wise, but you know, by the end of his life his kingship basically he's taken all these foreign wives he's you know started amassing like all these all these chariots and stuff and things that specifically he was not supposed to do yeah so yeah he he was wise but he also ended up going down this path that Mm -hmm. you know wasn't wise and doing things his own way yeah do you think he just got caught up in you think is that what it is people just get caught up or they goes to their head i think that's part of it um I mean, I think part of it's also just human nature to yeah. to want to take control and to want to do things to want to our be way. Godlike I mean, is that it? Is that what we want? Maybe, maybe in yeah. a sense. Um, I know for me, a good example is like when I'm driving. I have a really hard time sitting in the passenger seat. Ah, so it's like yeah. I want to be driving the car or yeah. even flying. Like I have a fear of flying. Now I can oh. get in a plane. I can yep. force myself to get on a plane. It's not easy and I'm terrified. Yeah. But I have it in my head that if I could just be in the cockpit steering the airplane, <laughs> I would feel better because huh. it's like I'm yeah. there at the mercy of somebody else yep. who's in control. Yep. And I don't know if it's just me or if it's just a, a human thing to not really be super comfortable yeah. with that. Yeah, there are certain instances where I would say I feel like that. Flying is not one of them. I really like to fly because it's, you know... A few hours usually of like sitting and doing nothing, mm-hmm. and it's great. With just thirty thousand <laughs> feet very between relaxing. you and the ground. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I had someone recently tell me that there are more planes in the ocean than there are submarines in the sky. Uh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I'm anyway. not sure if that's a comforting thought for no, me. No, I don't think so either. But that popped to my mind anyway. Um. The other thing it said in verse 7 that you had talked about was to fear the Lord. Yes. 
Can you expand on that? Because I think that sometimes people think of fear and they think of it in a way of like being scared of Mm -hmm. or, you know, yeah, being scared. Yeah. And I I think that's the way a lot of people read it uh, throughout Christian history. That's yeah. That's a picture that has been painted of God as as something to be, to be, you know, terrified of. Yeah, like he's gonna smite you exactly. if you do yeah. something wrong. Yeah. yeah, the fire and brimstone. Yeah. Kind of idea. Um, so the fear in this passage really, I, I would say probably throughout the whole biblical biblical story, is not talking about you know being afraid of God. It's not painting God as a you know, as a being that should instill, um, you know, terror mm-hmm. in us. It's talking about fear, and I like to quote the Bible Project sometimes. Mm-hmm. And the phrase that Tim Mackey uses is a healthy sense of reverence and awe for God and about my place in the universe. So fear in God, it's not being afraid of God. It's recognizing that, like, God is God. Mm-hmm. You know, God is the the all-powerful you know, spiritual being that created everything yeah so it's not something to be afraid of but there is a certain sense of like respect and yeah 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 like the sun you know the sun yeah it could it can hurt us yes but not because it's evil it's no. because it is so powerful mm-hmm. that you know we we have to be careful with it we have to there is a certain element maybe not fear of the sun but you know yeah. It's the sun. Yes. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. So you also talked about that none of these are actual promises. Mm. I found that interesting, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> yeah, that was something that uh, Pastor Trevor talked about in his in his first sermon a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it, again, is something that I felt like it, it has to be talked about because we can, we can easily read the book of, of Proverbs and think that, you know, if we just do everything that that book says yeah that you know we're gonna get riches we're gonna yeah, we're gonna we'll, be healthy we'll have an easy life exactly yeah. and that's just not the case um the thing with proverbs is it has to be read in light of all of the wisdom literature mm-hmm. so yeah proverbs is great like yeah you know do this and this great thing will happen mm-hmm. but then you have the book of ecclesiastes which is it's a bit of a downer like yeah <laughs> you know like everything is meaningless like we're yes. we're vapor then you have the book of job which is literally an entire book yep. about a guy who didn't do anything wrong and mm-hmm. had everything taken away from him we actually did a study in job several months ago i, I don't recall when but maybe almost a year ago um we did a study mm-hmm. in job and just it was pretty intense too, just to hear like, you're like, oh, this poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the light at the end of the tunnel for yep. this one, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And by the end, he's, you know, he's still, yeah, he's still there. Like he doesn't walk away, even mm-hmm. though his life, like, went, like, went horribly off the rails. Yep. So that's the thing with proverbs is like you, you have to kind of balance it out with those other books, and the the Bible's not. It's not shy about that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not trying to tell us that you know everything's going to be great all the time. Yeah. It's it's honest about about life and about the struggles and yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's great. I did as I've been reading through Proverbs though. I I liked how it. Um, I felt like it's offering us almost like a sense of a little bit of a sense of protection. Like this is 
this will help at least, mm-hmm. you know, like it's not promising, like you said, that we're not going to struggle or go through hard times, but like, this is something that you can do to make the hard times more manageable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So the last verse you shared from Romans, and that's one that I, I quite like to do. Um, I don't know if you scrolled down to the end of it, mm-hmm. but it was, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. Oh, that was a really nice, uh, that was a nice ending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so. Yeah. And I, I think it highlights, you know, something of what we're talking about is, you know, you we want our minds to be transformed. We want to be seeking mm-hmm. God's will. It's not about what we what we think is right. You yeah. know, obviously we're not we're not sheep. We're not robots. We yeah. we have free will. Like God wants us to to think for ourselves. But you know, we we also have to be trying to live our lives in the way that God has intended for us mm-hmm. to do. And so. I like that passage, and I, I wish I'd had time on Sunday morning to really to read more, mm-hmm. because after that, Paul lists all of these traits that people are called to have. So yeah. you know, there's humility, hospitality, there's love for um, for each other and for our enemies. There's mm-hmm. there's prayer. There's all this stuff, and a lot of it looks a lot like Jesus. Yeah. So the way I wanted to end. My sermon was to say that when when we're seeking wisdom, the wisdom we're looking for, or it's intended to change us, mm-hmm. and you know, living kind of in line with what God wants for us looks like living in the way that that Jesus lived. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think um, I don't know that we stress enough. You know, the Jesus who is the model for us. So, you know, we're talking about Jesus, you know, the Son of God, Jesus, the the Messiah, and all that's true. But part of the reason he came to earth was to show us how to live. Yeah. Now, we can't do it perfectly like he did. No. But it's still our, it's our model that we're supposed to follow. And that is what wisdom looks like when it's practiced. Mm. Jesus. Yeah. Thank you very much. That was a that was a good message, and it was nice to see you up there on Sunday. Um, yeah, and we look forward to getting to know you better as um, and you and Olivia and Toby, of course. Um, if you would like to get in touch with Pastor Brandon, he has an email address just like the rest of us do here, and his email address is Brandon at WayneFleetBIC.com. So feel free to send him a welcome email or if you have any questions or want to um, chat with him about anything he said, he'd love to hear from you. And my email address is Julie at WayneFleetBIC.com. Thank you for tuning in today and we look forward to connecting with you next week. Have a great week.